You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yo, 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 what is up? It's your boy, Sterls. And I'm back at it again. Guess where I am? I'm in a hotel room in Buffalo, New York. As you can see, I have my Josh Allen jersey on right now. We're coming off a big dub. We got big dubs today. I'm excited to see you guys. Excited to hear from you. Uh, you're listening to Intentional Grounding right here on the Buffalo Rumblings VidCast feed. This show is brought to you by Slider Shelf, where we can help you reach what matters, Bills fans. Listen, if you have a project that you're trying to do that involves shelving, okay, you need some shelving, little, 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 little something, something to slide in and out where you can put all your, all your snacks. I'm a snack guy. I love me some snacks, okay. But Slider Shelf will help you get that accomplished. Okay, you can find their products online. If you're going to Home Depot Lowe's, you can find their stuff there. But if you use the promo code Intentional Grounding when you place your order, you'll get 15% off. So make sure you see my guys at Slider Shelf where they can help you reach what matters. Well, people, I told y'all. I don't know if you guys came out to the Buffalo Rumblings Beer Fest the beer release that we had last night. Let me tell you, it was awesome. It was super, super dope. Um, I'm, I've made it so far. So all the things that I, that I wanted to do thus far on this trip, I've done them. Okay. Got in on Thursday. I mean, honestly, it's been nonstop doing stuff and I'm worn out. I am worn out. All right. I'm tired. But you know all the all the good things though, it's been all the good things. So last night, what's today? Sunday. Today Sunday. Yesterday it was, it was Saturday. Obviously. So you know it's it's a lot of going out, meeting people, having fun. Um, but I don't know if you guys stayed up to watch the Colorado Colorado State game, but you know that's local for me, which we're on a two hour time difference, so we're two hours behind. Okay. 
But that was a 10 o'clock kickoff here. I'm telling you, man. And the game didn't end till 2 o'clock and double overtime. So you, you take that. I even felt, I ain't going to lie, I fell asleep at the end. I fell asleep at the end. But I'm here. So we got up this morning, woke up at like 6.30, out the door by 7. And then on the Orchard Park we go. Um, it was it was fun. This game was this game was amazing. I ain't gonna lie. Um, a lot to talk about tonight, and that's what we're gonna dive into. We're gonna talk about this Bills win against the the dog walked Raiders. Yeah, I'm gonna talk my shit now. I'll tell you that. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna talk it now because we we got a dub. All right. Um, but we're gonna talk about the game. That that that's why we're here. So this is the the Buffalo Romulus post game show. So those of you who are listening and if you're watching right now, uh, thank you for hanging out with me today. Um, man, like if you want you want to talk about consistency and how you're supposed to play the game, I think you're in for a treat because what we were able to witness today is the kind of offense, defense special teams uh you know if, if you a coach speak here have me talk about sean mcdermott doing the 111th which sometimes they get tired of hearing that 111th coach speak stuff but i can't lie like that's what the bills were able to do today everybody did their 111 like i mean you know coming in here i don't have much to complain about which is great it's great like you know i'm always going to keep it a buck with you guys I don't have a lot of uh, complaints. Now, I do have to go back and watch the All-22 when that gets released. You know, I got you. I'm going to watch the All-22, give you guys my thoughts and opinions as usual. But from where I was sitting, um, I, I had good seats. I had good seats. It was phenomenal. The Bills came out, and they handled business. They did what they had to do. Okay, so... Just like every week on this show, what we're going to do, we're going to go over the box score. Um, and I have it on my phone right now uh, just because, you know, uh, all my my stuff that I use normally is at home in Denver. So um, let's let's talk about what the Bills were able to do in the box score, because I think that's always a good start for, um, you know, when you don't get a chance to watch all 22. It, it just gives it tells the story. Right. And so we're looking for. Um, we're looking for the story to be told, right? So, uh, statistically speaking, let, let's start with the Raiders, shall we? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 to 24, 185 yards. Uh, he had 11 yards per set uh, or per pass, one touchdown, two interceptions. That's not good enough. Let's talk about the rushing leader for the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's 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 talk about this guy. Trey Tucker was their leading rusher. Now, how many of you thought coming in this game, week two, if I said, "Hey, Bills Mafia, Trey Tucker's going to be the leading rusher in this game," what would you have said? Ain't no way, ain't no way. But Trey Trey Tucker, one carry, thirty-four yards on the jet sweep. Um, Zaire White. Four carries, 22 yards in garbage time. And if I told you that Jimmy Garoppolo would outrush Josh Jacobs, what would you have thought? What would you have thought? Well, he did 
outrushed Josh Jacobs, and he had one rush for <laughs> one yard. That's what he had. Okay. Josh Jacobs, you know, 1,600-yard uh, back last season. You know, on the on the panel last night, you know, the question was asked to us by Joe Miller. He said, um, who would you look to stop? Is it Devontae Adams or is it Josh Jacobs? And we had a mixed group. You know, there were six of us on there. I said, it's Devontae Adams. And some said Josh Jacobs. I was okay. I, I, I took Devontae Adams because I'm okay if Josh Jacobs pops off. But what I don't want is Jimmy Garoppolo getting hot and then, you know, Devontae just killing us. So I was right. And guess what his stat line was? Nine rushes <laughs> for negative two yards. Oh, uh, <laughs> 0.2 yards per rush, negative 0.2 yards per rush. His 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 long was three. That was the long for the day, three yards. Um, That's incredible, people. That is a freaking day. All right, we're going to be excited about that one. You, the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills stopped Josh Jacobs, one of the best running backs in the league for nine carries, Negative two yards. Damn. That's all I got to say to that. So the Bills, uh, they, you know, they check the box on that. So let's let's go to uh, the receiving for these Raiders here. Devontae Adams, six receptions for 84 yards, one touchdown. And then Josh Jacobs, five, uh, uh, five receptions, 51 yards. And there's I don't care anything about anything else after that. I don't care about nothing else after that. So the Bills, they shut them boys down on defense. Shut them down, okay? On the offensive side of the ball, Josh Allen, 31-37, 274, three touchdowns, zero picks, two sacks. And then James Cook, man. I, I told you guys last week that, that James Cook was a weapon. James Cook is a freaking weapon. Okay, my man had 17 carries for 123 yards. That is 7.2 yards per carry if you're counting. He didn't have a touchdown, which he could have had a receiving touchdown uh, in the third quarter. Uh, he, he he was out on a um, on a swing, you know, and in a flat. Josh kind of threw it to uh, he threw it to uh, Dalton Kincaid and got popped. Um, but James Cook was wide open in the flat. But James Cook had a great game. He had a great game. I love the fact that when they get near the 10 yard line, uh, they start to use Damian Harris and uh, Levante Murray. Uh, they look good. They look good in the time that they uh, that they were on the field. Uh, Damian Harris, seven carries, 33 yards and uh, Levante Murray, six carries, 22 yards. Both of these guys had touchdowns uh, on the receiving side. Gabriel Davis leads. Uh, he led the bills today. Uh, six uh, receptions for 92 yards and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, seven uh, receptions, 66 yards. It was a quiet day for Steph, but they, they didn't need Steph to be Steph today. I mean, he was great. I mean, jo, it, it just they didn't need it. Like, there was already, they already had these boys beat down, all right? Dalton Kincaid, five receptions, 43 yards. 
Oh, I got so many things to talk about. And Khalil Shakir got his got his one reception for a touchdown. James Cook added another 36 yards. Okay, so we're that's just we're just talking about the offense there. Okay. Um, so all in all, let me the Bills were great. They were they were phenomenal on both sides of the ball today. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh let's let's start with the defense. Um, because you know. There was a lot of uh, talk about the, the the offense this week, so we'll save that for the last part of the show. But let's talk about the defense and, and what I saw from the defense today. I knew going into this game that, you know, we weren't going to get tested deep. We know that uh, Garoppolo likes to make his bread uh, short and intermediate, right? And if if they can get a run game going, that was going to be the catalyst for their offense. And uh, the Bills were able to, to – to, they did a really, really good job of handling uh, those aspects. So the defensive line, the games are one in the trenches in the defensive line. Let's start there. The defensive line on the first play, Ed Oliver, busts through the line, right? He actually knocks a uh, 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 L.A. Raider right into Josh Jacobs to set the tone for the day. That's what I felt like. That was the play. The first play from scrimmage set the tone. Now, they did score on that first drive on a couple gimme plays. Like, like you, you had to do a, a jet sweep, and you had to throw a screen to Devontae Adams. And, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from them. They, they did what they had to do. You know, when, when the NFL team comes out, you know, they have scripted plays. You know, maybe 15 plays or so or more. I mean, depends on what, you know uh, – what you know what's in the bag that week but uh of their scripted plays when they came out it looked good and i'm i'm looking up at some you know the guy i'm sitting next to and i'm like damn like is this what we're doing today i'm like surely this isn't what we're doing today i don't know if you guys seen that meme uh where the guy says are you sure about that (laughs) bill's defense are you sure about that because that's what i was wondering like okay you, you let these guys you know, all the talk about what happened with the Jets and the defense weren't wasn't the problem last week, mind you. Okay. But when it's talking about as a whole. And, you know, I thought, okay, this is a mindset game. This is a this is a a, a check game. Like you can either rise to the occasion and dominate these boys. Okay. Or you can just kind of let you know play down to the competition and let these guys hang in there. Now I know this isn't college football. This is a high school football. This is the NFL, right? So there's a lot of parity in this league. These are good teams, but they come down, they score. Okay, I'm like, all right, okay, it's seven nothing, whatever. All right, fine. The Bills' first possession, two runs up the middle with James Cook, and Josh Allen kind of runs out of bounds and takes a, a quote unquote sack. And they punt. And I and, and and I don't know if you guys heard on the broadcast or even if you were there during the game, you heard the boos. I wasn't gonna go that far. I I wasn't gonna be like, you stink, but people were like, you stink. That's what people were saying. And I'm like, I ain't going that far. I ain't going that far. Let's let let's see the, let's see this thing play out. And so right after that, things start clicking. Things start clicking. But you know what? There was another tone setting play. Greg Rousseau. Greg Rousseau. And Ed Oliver today, they were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. These are two players that, you know, Greg Rousseau coming into year three, he's looked freaking great for two games. Like, I I I was thinking, man, this guy's a star. 
He is a star in the making. And then I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to pay him. The Bills are going to have to pay Greg Rousseau. It, it, I'm telling you, that's the next contract. The big next big contract is Greg Rousseau. He was phenomenal today, folks. He was great. He was great. Um, the way he's able to set the edge. Um, there was a time there was a play where Josh Jacobs tried to get to the outside. Uh, and, and Greg Rousseau, you know, displaced his guy and, and, and started attacking and uh taking away the the angle for Josh Jacobs. And, and tackled him. I mean, from a defensive end, that to me, that's special. He was great. The way he pushes the pocket. Oh man, he listen. Greg Rousseau is a dog. That guy is a dog. He played like it today. Uh, proud of him. Um, Ed Oliver though. Ed Oliver was good today. Like you know, we talk about his draft status, and you know, should the Bills have paid him this off season? Uh, and it's okay if you're out, if you're one of those people out there, fans out there that said, you know what, I want to see more. I want to see more. In these first two weeks, he's answered the call. Like, you you can't hate. You you got to call it like you see it. And again, his his you know you're not going to see it from a number standpoint, like you know impact sacks and all this stuff. But man, what he's doing at the line of scrimmage next next to Daquan Jones is good, people. He's really he he's looking good in two weeks. He's looking good so far. Now these offensive interior lines that they faced, they weren't they weren't the best. They weren't they weren't that great. You know on the on the pod, live pod last night, Ed Oliver was the guy that I talked about that could be a player of the game, and he played like it today. Um, and he's gonna have some. So, you know next week is the Commanders, and you know it, and it's another one of those same kind of um, caliber of offensive linemen. But I think. You know, if he can continue to string together these kind of performances, I think it's going to bode well for not only him, but for this defense, uh, and, uh, this defensive line, and the, and the and the guys behind him. Ed Oliver was really good. Um, so Greg Rousseau tipped the pass, and uh, Terrell Bernard was there to um, make a pick. Now, for those of you talking about um, the loss of Tremaine Edmonds. We, one of the things we talked about was, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm just going to say it. Impact plays. Well, Terrell Bernard in the second start made an impact play. Now, could could Terrell could uh, could Edmonds make that play? Yeah, he could have made it, but he made it right. He was in the right place, right time, made the play. But I also have to say this. Listen, I think I might have been wrong about Terrell Bernard. This is the second week in a row where he's played well. Now, I have to go look at the All-22 so it can really tell the story. But early indications say, like, they've, they're they putting him in position um, to do well. And I, I think he, you know, I, one of the things I was looking forward to, I was like, okay, I want to see if he has these guys aligned correctly. I want to see if he takes command of this defense, you know. And, and everything that I saw, again, bird's eye view i can't hear what's going on i don't know what what plays or what you know what they're um what they're supposed to have the defense doing but terrell bernard looked the part and i think it's okay to say i was wrong like i was wrong i I, i'll admit it now it's only two games so i'm not gonna get carried away i'm not gonna say this guy's an all pro player or anything like that but 
I'm starting to get more and more comfortable with the idea of Terrell Bernard being a starting middle linebacker. And if I have to, if I have to admit that, then I have to go back and say, okay, Brandon Bean of drafting Terrell Bernard, I have to give him some kudos. It's not looking as bad. I, I still felt like for a third round pick, you could have gotten a better player. But that connection with uh, Sean McDermott, Dave Veranda, I was little. I was like, yo, like, why, why are you doing that? Why, why you need to go get him? I know that's your boy and all, but like, what? I, I thought he was a six round, six round, fifth, six round pick when he was coming out. So he looked good and he continues to look well. Like, you know, um, his tackling going downhill. Now he, he's always going to have issues in terms of, you know, getting off of blockers or shedding blockers and, 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 ta- and going to tackle a ball carry. Like he, he he's going to have, you know, once you get your hands on him, uh, offensive line gets their, gets their hand on him that, you know, he's done. But he's he's looking good. He's looking good. Um, I was worried when the Bills went out and got Christian Kirksey. We were all like, I, I all the summer I was like, you know, the Bills have a middle linebacker problem. You know, a lot of your favorite Bills analysts, podcasters alike, beat reporters were saying the Bills got a problem with middle linebacker. It's kind of funny. Two weeks, we we're not talking about middle linebacker at all. Like dude's playing well. Now he did have you know a couple missteps last week, but again. What was Josh Jacobs' stat line? Nine carries, negative two yards. Now it's not all attributed to Terrell Bernard, but he's a big he's a big reason and catalyst why they they really did well against run. So I have to shout him out. Uh, the guy next to him, Matt Milano. Now, <laughs> Matt Milano was special again, again. He he's an All Pro linebacker, right? We all know this. We we all grown to love and adore Matt Milano, but yo, he just mossed Josh Jacobs on an interception. Like the dude, that's two interceptions. He he probably has the most pass defense and the most interceptions in two weeks. Matt Milano. The Bills want matchup style linebackers. And they got it. Whether we like it or not, Theroy Bernard is a matchup style linebacker. Right. So why, you know, when you got one Matt Milano, it'd be nice to have two. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying that Terrell Bernard is a Matt Milano clone, but they want him to be. They want him to be a matchup style linebacker. And um, one of the things I wanted to point out, I don't, you know, Josh Jacobs did have some uh, receiving yards, um, some some receptions over the middle. That's due. That's due to the scheme of the defense. They're playing zone on him. And they were they were making sure that Devontae was was bottled up. They didn't want Renfro to get off and stuff like that. So they were letting him come free um, out of the backfield uh, and into the into the middle of the field. Right, you know, just kind of sitting there on these Texas routes, these little these little routes coming out of the backfield. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he was you never go broke taking a profit. So you know, for those of you saying, well, Terrell Bernard should have been on that. That's not that wasn't his responsibility. And then, I don't know if you guys saw, but in the second half, they made adjustments. So you um, you kind of saw Matt Milano kind of uh, playing, you know, playing in the front of that zone instead of kind of giving him space. He kind of he was on top of that. And that's why you saw uh, that interception, because he you know, they, the the coaching staff made an adjustment. I, just, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see, OK, are they, are they still going to continue to let 
Josh Jacobs catch these little passes over the middle. They fixed it. I love that. So that that's something that you can hang your hat on. Okay. In the back end, um, let's talk about Trey White for a minute. And before you guys get mad at me, uh, I don't care. Um, Trey, he didn't have a play where. Let me say this. With Devontae Adams out there, Devontae was cooking him in terms of the way he was running his routes. He was cooking Trey White. There were a couple plays, you know, just because I'm zeroing in on Trey because I want to see how – well, one, I love route running by wide receivers. And and Devontae Adams is, is the best route runner in the league, and his release package is filthy, okay? But I wanted to see – you know, there was a there's a lot of talk about Trey White and is he back? Is he, you know, take away Trey, the all pro corner that we're used to seeing? And I don't know if he's there yet. Uh, because he doesn't look the same. Um Trey still fluent in his hips. I still think he's trying to find confidence in that knee. That's what I think. But but Devontae was eating him alive. He he really was from from our you know, a route running perspective. Um, I mean, I'm not saying like he just demolished him, but he, yo, he had some wins. And I think if a better quarterback, if they had a better quarterback, I feel like the, we would have seen more opportunities from Devontae. We would have seen more. Uh, he, he, I can think of three routes where um, Devontae cooked him. Devontae cooked him right off the line. And there were two where there was like three yards of separation. And in the NFL, that's a lot. But Garoppolo couldn't didn't have time or he 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 couldn't make the throw. So uh let's let's keep an eye on um let's keep an eye on Trey White. Let's keep an eye on him. Uh he ain't out of the he's not out of the woods yet. Um and again, I want Trey White to succeed. Uh, but I, I need to see more. Now he hasn't had a play that cost us. And before you guys get mad at me and say, well, you know, what about the, the Garrett Wilson touchdown? Now, Trey was in perfect position. I think he did everything he could. It was just a, a, the ball was thrown behind him, and I think Garrett Wilson made a great play. But we're, all, we're, we're done with the Jets, and they're getting smoked right now. Um, so Trey White, yeah. Um, I think Jordan Poirier had a bounce-back game. I'm not just saying that because that's my dog, but uh, Jordan Poirier looked good. Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde, that combo looked good. And the best defensive back on the team right now is Kristen Benford. Kristen Benford from a cornerback. I'm not saying safety. Corner. He's the best corner on the team right now. Uh, Kristen Benford is good. He's really good. Like, um, I, I want to see how he matched up with Devontae Adams. He he step for step. Um, now Devontae kind of got him on a couple, you know. I mean, I don't think it was bad as what he did to Trey, but um, Kristen Benford's good, man. That kid's good. I still would like to see Kyrie Elam out there from time to time. If anything, platoon with uh, Trey White <laughs> sometimes. And when you have to go man, maybe on some third downs or something like that, or or if it's a you know a third and short where you know that receiver is going to run a, a quick route over the middle or or a slant or in route. I think I think Kyrie Elam will be good in those kind of situations, but I don't know if he's going to get that opportunity, and and I don't want anybody to get injured, so. We'll go with that. Um, oh, uh, Leonard Floyd. Uh, he had an ankle injury, uh, I think, in the third, fourth quarter. Um, hopefully he's okay. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll kind of see what happens with him uh, during the week. Um, but overall, this defense was really good. And um, I mean, this isn't this wasn't a prolific offense that they faced the the Vegas Raiders. They you know, when you have one of the best receivers in the league uh, and you and you kind of shut them out. I think that's a really good that's that's good. So we're going to go with that. All right. Um, let's talk about the offensive side of the ball. Let's go on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, boy, if we're going to be hard on Josh Allen, we gotta, we gotta praise Josh Allen when he does good and we gotta keep it a buck. We gotta keep it a buck and Josh Allen today. That's what we need to see from QB one, the Madden cover athlete, the guy on all the commercials. That's the kind of game we need to see. I I read a stat last night during the live pod. Josh Allen was is 112 for 100, you know, 112 or 180. Um, these are games after a loss. So I took the last five games after they lost and totaled up and, and totaled up his numbers. Okay. Um, during those games, so that was like 62% or something like that. Um, eight touchdowns, four picks. And he had, I think it was like 800 some yards uh, in those games, last five games. So I knew going in that when Josh Allen has a bad game after a loss, he tends to bounce back. And today was his best statistical output in terms of QBR that he's had after a loss. Today was that. Um, Josh Allen was incredible today. I don't think there was there. I, there was a couple plays where he, I felt like he left some meat on the bone. One was to Dalton Kincaid uh, when he kind of scrambled to the right. Uh, he he should have released. He should have got rid of the ball a lot sooner. If he would have thrown the ball to Kincaid, um, you know, a second, it was second, second and a half sooner. Kincaid would have he he could have gone the distance. I ain't gonna lie. Like that that it was that much of a fraction where. He he kind of missed Kincaid. He he threw it to him. Kincaid called on the sideline going out of bounds. But if he thrown it uh when he need when he needed to, Kincaid had oh he had it looked like, man, it was like the Red Sea parted. Kincaid would have gone, he he'd still be running down the sideline if if Josh Allen would have thrown him the ball. Um and then he had Cook on a he had Cook uh near the in the red zone. On a swing pass, he should have thrown, or when Cook was in a flat, he should have hit him there for a touchdown. But that's okay. That's okay. Josh, you know what? He came in today, and he was methodical. He was surgical. Josh Allen looked like the quarterback that we've grown to know and love. We didn't see a lot of that crazy, sugar-high Josh, I need to make a play, I need to save the world, the Buffalo Bills, everything rides on my shoulders, Josh Allen. I mean, look at the stat line. 31 of 37. God, 31 of 37. So this all week, the national media killing Josh Allen. And, and, and you know, you heard it here too. You know, he 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 pooped a bed last week, like big time. But we heard it all last week. Josh Allen this and Josh Allen that. And the Bills can't trust him and all this stuff. Ken Dorsey needs to be on the field. Ken Dorsey wasn't on the field today, folks. He was in the booth again. Just like he told y'all, he said, look, we're not going to be making these rash decisions off of one game. And then the whole, did y'all see Joe Burrow today? Did y'all, did y'all, did y'all see that? 
So for all the people out there, I'm not saying Joe Burrow isn't a great quarterback. And if Joe Burrow is your next husband, great by you, ladies. But Joe Burrow didn't look good today. They lost. Matter of fact, the Bengals are 0-2. They're 0-2. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he wasn't that great today either. So Patrick Mahomes had a pick today. Yeah. Did you guys know that other quarterbacks throw interceptions? Did y'all know that? Because I, you would have fooled me. But other quarterbacks throw interceptions. Other quarterbacks have bad games is the point I'm making here. And, you know, it's the NFL. These these teams are good. These DBs, they're good. Lyman, they're good. So Josh Allen came out, had a great day, 31-37, 274, 8.8 yards per throw. That's good. Three tutties. <laughs> he had a, a quarterback rating of 124.5. That's a really good day. Josh Allen was in rhythm. And I'm going to tell you something that I like about what Ken Dorsey, I got to give praise to Ken Dorsey too. Because we, you know, Ken, I felt like the game wasn't on Ken Dorsey last week. It was, it was solely on Josh Allen. And he left a lot on the field. I've you watched all 22. But Ken Dorsey called, he called a good game last week. He did. He he called the kind of game where it wasn't a Brian Dayball s game, but he made the right calls to put them in, a, in the best position to win the game. And Josh Allen, the team didn't execute. But today, they did. And uh, I love the heavy use of 12 and 13 personnel. So 12 personnel is one running back, two tight ends, 13. It's also snaps of this, which I really liked. One running back, three tight ends. So the third tight end is Quentin Morris. I love that. And what that and what I saw out of that, one, I want I want to see an uptick in play action passing with Josh Allen. So when he's in 12 and he's under center, it's good to see because he's able to do, you know, he's able to have play action pass. And what that does is it gives you, it makes the defense choose how they want to guard you. Right. So you're gonna either commit to stop the run, or you're gonna, you know, you, you have to you have to be bothered with Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox and whoever's on the outside. So the fact that they're heavy in 12 is great. And, and you know, I saw them, you know, I saw some really cool pass con- passing concepts out of that formation <clears throat> that, that really, that really uh, I felt like best suits Josh Allen's style of passing. It was great. It was beautiful to see, actually. So shout out to Ken Dorsey because he did a really good job. But so the use of that thir- 12 and 13 personnel, they were able to run the ball. They were James Cook, 17 carries. That's a, a that's a lot for James Cook. Now, coming into the season, we talked about, hey, we talked about uh, you know, I, I'm gonna get to James Cook in a minute, but let's 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 just stick with Josh Allen. So I didn't he didn't leave the pocket so fast. He he stood in there uh on the on the touchdown pass to Gabe Davis. Oh no, the touchdown pass to Khalil Shakur, that was incredible. The way he uh, manipulated the pocket, hung in there, and and threw a dart uh, uh, to Kyrie—I um, was going to say Kyrie Elam, but Khalil Shakir—that was that was that's what I'm talking about. Like he stayed in the pocket, and it, and you know what? The more Josh Allen stays in the pocket and manipulates the pocket, stepping up in the pocket and doing those kind of things, and it's going to make Dalton Kincaid better. It Dalton Kincaid will will reach his potential. 
the more Josh Allen stays in the pocket. Because what that's going to do, you know, you don't have to do these scramble drills and all this stuff. It really puts stress on the linebackers or who or or the in these safeties, whoever has responsibility for Kincaid, and he's a really good route runner, and it's going to open up the middle of the field. And you're going to watch. You're going to see Dalton Kincaid sometime this season bust a big one right down the seam. He's going to eat right down the middle. It's going to help big time if Josh Allen can stay in the pocket and be patient and take man Dalton Kincaid is good folks he is really good that guy is good you know who else is good Dawson Knox is good too when they get him involved in the offense he's good Dawson Knox had man these guys in the in the run game so it was really cool because you know like I'm trying not like I don't know if you guys some of you guys who maybe you know out there who when you start watching um, film and you, you're trying to understand like the tendencies and the schemes and how these teams are trying to, it's a chess game, how they're trying to attack each other. One of the things you really learn and you understand is you're not watching the ball. You rarely watch the ball. So what I'm saying is watching those guys in the, in the run game blocking, man, it was really good because, you know, that's not their strong suit, but they do it well enough. They're, again, they're not great but they're they're just good enough to where they can really facilitate a, a good run game out of those packages when those two are on the field. So they both did a really good job of sealing blocks, um, moving guys out of the way, being decoys. They did a good job. So I have to give kudos to uh, Dawson Knox and and, uh, and and Kincaid on that. So that was awesome. Uh, another uh, Two other guys on the offensive line I had praise for. Uh, Osiris Torrance baller that boy i'm telling y'all i don't buy offensive line jerseys all right so uh, this is funny so i'm leaving leaving the game today and uh you know i'm a big dude i'm six three i'm a big guy right and they're like a couple people like dude like god you're big you you sure you you don't you don't want to play for the bills (laughs) i can't my god man my knees are so wrecked dog I, i can't I can barely get up. Like when I get up, I'll be squinting and doing all this stuff, making all these old black man faces. I'm telling you, that's what I'll be doing. But uh, so I, I tell you that to say, like, I don't buy office alignment jerseys, but you know whose jersey I would buy? I, I definitely would buy Osiris Torrance's jersey. I really like what he's what he's able to do. Uh, he had a holding call today. Um, I think that was due to the fact that Josh Allen was scrambling to the right. And uh, he held his block too long, which was a valid call. Um, it was a holding call. But outside of that, he was re- – man, that dude is good for a rookie. And Brandon Bean, you get you get points for this. Second-round pick, you know, day one, day two pick, you, you nailed this one because Osiris Torrance did a really good job. Now, last week, hey, he had the Jets, really good defensive line. He was great. He was the best offensive lineman, in my opinion last week and he was the best offensive lineman uh this week he looked really good i have to throw some love to uh spencer brown he didn't cost us today now he did lose some reps that's expected uh max crosby is one of the best defensive ends in the game so i don't i don't expect him to have this all world um pro bowl all pro performance he didn't have that but he 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 was good enough he 
He was good enough to where we never we didn't talk about him. You didn't even notice him on the field. That's good. That was really good. Ken Dorsey did a good job of scheming up uh, a game plan uh, for these guys and using, you know, with the use of 12 and 13 personnel uh, on that strong side where Crosby is. Crosby had he started switching sides a little bit, but they were they were they were chipping them and, and, and kind of giving them some some grief on that side. So I have to, you know, give credit to where credit is due on that. I love to see that. Um, listen, um, Mitch Morse was phenomenal. He was good. You know, uh, Connor McGovern, I thought Connor McGovern was better. Now, again, I want to see the all 22, but I felt like Connor McGovern was better in the run game this week. Um, so that was nice. Uh, I think there's a couple plays he'd like to have back, but, um, I, I like it. It's trending. I think that's trending, trending upward. Uh, and now, now let's get to Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs had a quiet day, but, Man, it was cool to see how he was stringing together some 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 sick routes. This the dude's release package. Now, look, Devontae Adams is the best in the league, but Stefan Diggs is two or three in terms of route running. Maybe three, four. All right, let's be honest, because I think Justin Jefferson's up there too, number two. But Stefan Diggs was killing these boys. He he looked good. Stefan Diggs, I mean, we knew he he's one of the best receivers in the league. Didn't need to tell you that. But uh, he, you know, he didn't have a, a big statistical output. Uh, they didn't need him to. But I like the fact that um, when they needed him the most, um, he delivered. And, you know, getting him the ball in space, because the offense was in rhythm on time, when you throw the ball, you're able to get these guys in space so where they can have yards after catch. That was one of the big things where, you know, we 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 were always one of the, the, the teams in the league where we're at the bottom in terms of yards after catch. And if, if, if Josh Allen can have a game like he had today where it's on time, on schedule, these route concepts that they do have, it, it's going only going to make that yards after catch percentage way better than it was last year and the years before. So I'd like to see more of that. You know, um, James Cook was good. James Cook, he's good. That kid is good. You know, there's a lot of talk about, well, I don't, you know, I've heard people say, well, I don't trust uh, to, to, you know, him to be the bell cow back and running your 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 offense on his shoulders in terms of, you know, rushing production. But he's showing you that he can do it. Last week, I think that's why he got 17 carries today because I think last week he showed us that he can do it. He he was reliable um, in pass pro this week. I saw a couple good snaps with him in pass pro. Um, you know, I would like to see them get him the ball on the outside more, but they, I, I thought it was a good balance. Again, I got to, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't take notes. So I'm just, you know, kind of during the game, you know, if I'm at home watching the game, I can take notes and, and do all that. But, you know, just what I can recall, um, he was decisive. He hit the hole, you know, he, he was able to get through the mud and get to the second level. I appreciate that. Um, maybe not run him inside as much like he's just not going to be effective there. But one of the things that I do appreciate, he had two runs that were dead to rights where he was blown up in the backfield. And he's so, you know, we taught in the scouting world, we, you know, he's able to, to get little, you know, he get small and he was able to do that. Uh, and his contact balance in this game was really good to where he, he could make something out of nothing, you know, when he's dead to rights. And he had a couple he had a couple of runs today where he he turned a little 
nothing into something, you know. So those, you know, yards that could have been negative four yards rushing on a play where he loses four yards. He had a couple where I felt like, you know, he gained a couple. He he got back to four and then gained two more yards because, you know, he's just slippery. Uh, I think he has good contact balance. He did a really good job. Uh, and then when he gets on the outside, when he when he gets to pressure and test the edge, that dude, he really makes the defense pay. He really makes the defense play. One of the uh, plays that, that comes to my mind where um, it was a third and two, uh, I think it was the second quarter right before halftime, where Josh Allen kind of threw him, uh, threw the ball out to him in the flat, and he was able to, to kind of make a guy miss and, and get outside and uh, get out of bounds, which was the one they had to review. I thought, you know, that that's why you get a guy like that, uh, James Cook in there because he he was he was awesome. So I don't I, I didn't have time to look at look at the stats, but the last time a Bills running back had a hundred a hundred yards rushing had to have been Singletary. Was it last year or the year before? Like we haven't had a lot of 100 yard rushers. And he was able to do that. 17 carries, 123 yards. If you had him in fantasy, uh, he did you well. He didn't get a touchdown, but he he got you enough points, right? He got you enough points today. So you should be happy about that. So uh James Cook was was that guy today. Um, Gabe Davis, you know, did a lot of talk about him. Uh he in my opinion, he was a no-show uh this past week, but this week he did really well. Um, Gabe, there's still meat left on the bone when it comes to his route running ability, but uh, I have to say he he played well. He did really well uh, tonight, and uh, I hope, you know, he had six carries, I mean, six receptions for 92 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he looked apart. Um, I want to see more of that, okay? I want to see you do that when you're faced with better – uh, I think next week, this coming week, will be a really good test. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, I don't know if, he, if he's injured or not, but they got Kyle Fuller, Emmanuel Forbes. So they got two decent corners over there, two solid corners. So r- let's see what he can do with somebody that's going to guard him, right? Um, but he did he did well. I think uh, on the scramble drill, he did the right thing. He went upfield, and uh, Josh was able to find him. Uh, this is in the fourth quarter. I think it was like eight, you know 10 minutes left in the game. Josh Allen found him for a big gain. I thought that was great. Like, so, you know, heads up on him. He didn't have any drops. I I thought he was going to have a drop in that first quarter where uh, the ball was kind of thrown, you know, overthrown to the, to his outside and he extended and he caught that thing. He did good. So I have to give him kudos on there. So um, overall, you know, I like what I saw. I saw rhythm from the offense, Josh Allen getting the ball out quick. He, he was good. James Cook had a solid output today. Um, the offensive line did their job. Now the defensive line for the Raiders wasn't that good, but they 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 kind of shut down Matt, Max Crosby, which was amazing. Um, but they play well defensive line. I mean, this is this is the kind of game where you know it was a get right game. All right, it was it, it felt like homecoming. <laughs> so Raiders fans, if you're watching the show, I'm sorry, but it was a it was homecoming for y'all for us. And you for you guys got the invitation to get your butts kicked. And you came in and you got your butts kicked. Um, it was funny because, you know, I mean, I would feel this way if I was a Raiders fan too, but you heard pregame, they they were excited about their squad. They're one and oh, you know, uh, they're they're coming into Buffalo and you know, they think they saw the Bills play last week and they're thinking, okay, we're gonna come in here. And we're going to get you boys. 
because Josh Allen's going to be, you know, sugar high Josh, and we're going to capitalize on that. No, son, not today. <laughs> that, that, listen, after that first drive, nothing. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting uh, right next to some. They didn't say a word the rest of the day. Them boys was quiet. <laughs> they were, listen, you you could have let a baby sleep in the nursery with them fans because they ain't say they had nothing to say. And and that's the way it should be. You come into Buffalo, prepare to get your butt whipped. All right. Whooped, whipped, whopped, however you want to say it, you're getting your ass kicked. Um, so man, we've already uh gotten real close to our time tonight um I, you know i'm not gonna ramble on and on and on and on uh you know i'm tired i'm tired i'll be here until uh i fly back on tuesday so if you you know fans of the show if you want to hang out or you know if you want to tell me a place i want to that i need to go eat before i leave or anything like that make sure you find me on twitter all right at furrow sterling on twitter um and, and let me know i would love this i'd love to meet you love to see you if you want um but uh this has been phenomenal so i like this kind of uh post game show because we gotta win like i can't even hate on that so uh if you haven't done so already um i want to urge you guys to make sure that you like follow and subscribe to buffalo rumblings and just to let you guys know we do this all the time we do this all week long okay so you, you, you guys get the privilege and honor of listening to the voice Joe Miller, my dog, right after me. Um, but all week long, man, the chop up on Tuesdays. Yeah, the chop up. Y'all start listening to chop up, too, because uh, it, it's a lot of, you know, what we talked about on Sunday. And then I, after I watched the All-22, kind of get up into some of those kind of things. And maybe we kind of, depending on the, who the opponent is, we'll kind of hit on that kind of stuff, too. But um but we got stuff every day of the week, man. We got really talented guys over here, at Buffalo Rumblings. And you know what? I need to give a shout out to all of our guys who who write for the website. Um, killing it, man. If if I told you guys how much preparation, you know, because I'm in the chat with them, because I, I submit sometimes. And I, writing is not my thing, but they they're telling Sterling you should write more, and I, and I will. But though, any every time something comes out. Topic wise, boom, they, somebody's writing about it for Buffalo Rumbling. So even though us, you know, vidcasters, we, you know, you guys see us, right? You hear us all the time. But man, there's a whole other squad of people in the back end who do a hell of a job for us here at Buffalo Rumbling. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Buffalo Rumbling's vidcast feed. And make sure you leave a comment. You know, one of the ways we get better is if you tell us what you want. If you tell us something that you don't like or if there's something that you want us to do more of, make sure you let us know because we're we're trying to grow our, our, our channel. We're trying to grow um, our little network here. So uh, make sure you guys go and do that. And as always, go Bills. We got the dub, baby. Yes, sir.